hashtag even stronger. That's this year. So it's come around really quick, I think. I was still playing 2K22. Um, yeah, uh, I wasn't playing it. <laughs> did you give up on it a while ago, did you? Yeah, I did. Oh, I was still getting a lot of enjoyment out of it, to be honest. But yeah, new game. And that's what we're here to talk about today, everybody. Welcome to the Pro Wrestling Roll-Up. This is TMOF Wrestling Podcast. Around the mic this evening. It's me, Ash. I'm Russ. Well, this evening. It's this evening when we're recording it. Yeah, not this morning. <laughs> it's 23rd of March, 2023. We're going to talk a whole lot about 2K23. It's not really been out very long, but we've been playing quite a lot of it already. Yeah, we have. And um, so, yeah, we're going we're gonna to have a good chat about that today. But we've got quite a bit to talk about. We're on the, the run-up to WrestleMania. Nine days, is it? Is it nine days? Probably more. Probably. Not this weekend, but weekend. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, it's next. Yeah. The first, first, of all, um, first of April. One second. Yeah. 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 So, <laughs> yeah, that's not very long at all. No. Coming around so, so quickly. And, of course, we will have predictions coming out uh, for WrestleMania on YouTube. Those will be coming out next week. We'll see how we both fare. Two nights, well, technically three, because we're going to do Stand and Deliver. Yeah. Um, Because uh, that used to be a two-day event as well for, for a couple of years, but it's just going to be one day, I think. Was it? When was NXT a two-day event? Um, what Pandemic era. Was it really? Yeah, when I didn't get... I think 2020 and 21 oh, wow. were both two days. Do you know what? I don't remember that at all. But... Yeah, WrestleMania season is upon us. It's all exciting stuff going on in wrestling at the moment. I must say, this is the most excited I've been for a WrestleMania in a long time. So we'll go through that as well. Little bits of AEW news here and there, and some other bits of wrestling news that's dropped throughout the week, I suppose. Yep. Or at least since the last uh, episode. We are also going to heavily gloat from the last episode we did, where we talked about the Hall of Fame, because, my God, we nailed that. We did. We absolutely nailed Not that. 100% perfect, but we got most of it right. No, I tell you, we absolutely smashed it. I'm well happy. But uh, yeah, we'll go through it. Everybody, if you are a new listener to the show, we hope you're going to have a good time with us as we talk some bollocks. We're good at that. Yeah. Very good at that. And if you're a returning listener, then you know the kind of bollocks we talk. So welcome back. Uh, for everybody that's listening, if you haven't already, we would absolutely bloody love... If you hopped onto Spotify or Apple, left us a five-star review. You can listen, obviously, wherever you want to listen to us, but those are the ones where you leave your reviews. In in the form of stars. Yes, the Meltzer rating. Those Meltzers. Leave us a Meltzer. Leave us a Dave. Five Daves will do. I'll take five Daves. <laughs> I'll take five Daves with my Omega and uh, El Hio Del Vikingo match. Probably butchering his name. But. Yeah, probably. Did you see that he gave the Iron Man a, a revolution of 5.75? I did see that. I haven't watched it yet, so I don't... I, can't I finally watched the whole thing properly, like in one sitting. And I, I will say, we, we covered revolution in the last episode, but we didn't do sort of like a a standard review like we normally would. No, because none of us had watched it at that point. We hadn't watched it all properly, no. So it was it's hard, you know, you can't really review something you've not seen. So, um, I mean, you could pretend, but... Sometimes it's just easy to tell. What's the point? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't watch it all, so that's there's that. But no, I watched all that match. And I've got, I will say, for those that may be familiar with the way that I do my silly little ratings, is that I do the trophy system. Um, again, I can't really do it because I've not seen the whole show all the way through, but I, a platinum trophy is like the 
equivalent of match of the year. Mm-hmm. And I'll, that is my second platinum for the year so far. So two platinums for me. So my two match of the year candidates at the moment is Kenny Omega and Will Ospreay at Wrestle Kingdom and MJF and Brian Danielson, Iron Man at Revolution. Because that was, do you know, that probably was the best Iron Man I've ever seen. In, in, in all fairness, it probably was the best one. I'm trying to think how many like, Arrow long Iron matches there have been in any company because there's been a lot of like 30 minute ones. Yeah. But there's not been that many um, hour long ones I can think of. It's a real weird thing, isn't it, for wrestling for the, like an hour long Iron Man match because it's, like we said, it's asking for a lot of time. Uh, like, obviously, because you know, you know the match is going to go for an hour, but. You know, especially with a, an AEW pay-per-view where you know that you're going to get 100-plus matches in a night. <laughs> you know, the show's going to go on for about 20 years already, and it's it's just one of those things where you're like, oh, wow, an hour-long Iron Man as well. But no, it's... Yeah, definitely, I think that was probably the... Um, well, I'd say it's the best Iron Man match I've ever seen. I, I think... I'd say pretty comfortably that's probably one of the best matches AEW's ever produced. Okay. Yeah. Really, really good. But Iron Man matches just as a whole, people are pretty torn on it. Some people just, it's not for them. The attention span just can't allow them to sit through a, an hour. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's not a, a, a bad thing at all. Like, it's, you know, when you, you get accustomed to watching wrestling matches sometimes for up to, like a big main match is like 20, 25 minutes, isn't it? Yeah. Maybe well, half an hour. It, the, the joke about Ring of Honor back in like 2010, 2011 was like, the main events would be like, <laughs> the main events would be like 45 minutes long. But there'd be like proper wrestling matches, so it made instead of being like the WWE version of forty-five minute match was being really slow. And that, that, that I think that's a big contributing factor to it as well. It depends on what sort of wrestling that you are into, like what you watch. Because if you were a big fan of Ring of Honor, especially during that era, then you probably wouldn't have minded that so much because you liked Ring of Honor. Yeah. You know, like that was it, it, if that was your promotion, then you know you, it, that's obviously what you liked. But um, whereas WWE. For the longest time, the conditioning has been more that, you know, you have a lot of shorter matches. But I think that has changed more so since Triple H stepped in as creative, didn't it? Because with you basically only getting about six matches now per card, everybody gets sort of longer in the matches. That's true. But this year, Mania, it feels like there's going to be like seven or eight matches a day. But that's normal amount. Like yeah. that, would, that was an old like... Because then they said that this would be a short Mania, because people were upset it would be a short Mania. I think in comparison, though, it probably still is, isn't it? Because eight matches on a card is your average pay-per-view wrestling show. What was it? Five or six last year each day, apart from obviously the second day was one more extra because they... I think maybe, yeah, because of the, was that the New Day thing? The New so Day one was... Yeah. It to, which was still bizarre because of how quick it was. Anyway. It was like a minute long, weren't it? And yeah. I don't think anything came out of it. Like There was no like surprise return or debut or... Anything else happened after that match? It was just like the the uh, ball and brutes won, and that was it. Yeah, this year, like I said at the beginning, really, I I can't remember the last time that I have been this excited and and looked forward to WrestleMania this much. In a honestly, a really long time, a really long time, because I used to always get sucked into the whole WrestleMania season, the WrestleMania fever, as they call it, you know, mm-hmm. like I would always absolutely just look forward to it. And, you know, like my whole day, like WrestleMania day leading up to, cause you know, obviously it's going to start at like midnight or 1am here. Yeah. And, you know, but the whole day you'd be like, Oh my God, 
to WrestleMania tonight. And I'd be so excited. And then I think a mixture of getting older and the products becoming more stale for me, obviously for lots of other people, but I can't even speak for myself on that one. But like with it feeling like it was going that way, I just, you know, like Mania would come about and it's just like, ah, it's Mania, you know, which is a massive shame really. But I will say this, last year's WrestleMania was brilliant. It was. Both nights together, it was a great WrestleMania. It was my favourite WrestleMania since WrestleMania 30. I'd, I'd say uh, if you put 30 and 31 together, you had last year's Mania. 31, I liked 31. I thought it was it was really good, but it was following what was, I think, one of the best WrestleManias ever it in was. 30. I th- 30 really was great. Um, but yeah, last year's absolutely stacks up. It was brilliant. You know, with Austin... Uh, you had every, you just had a bit of everything, didn't you? Like it was Austin actually coming in for his match on the first night, and then uh, the stunner, <laughs> uh, both to, to McMahon and Austin Theory on the second night. That was yeah, cool and Pat's, moment. What, Pat's that was a good one. Oh that? yeah, Pat, Pat, yeah, Pat was great. Um, you know, Becky Lynch. Um, well, Becky Lynch booting Bianca in the eye. Yeah, but that was a really good match, though. It was a good match. That was really good. That was day one as well, wasn't it? And they had the yeah. other women's match on day one, which was strange. I don't think that will probably happen this year, because it looks as though the rumour, uh, which makes sense, really, because it should be, but I think we're going to probably get Charlotte and Rhea as the main event of night one, and then we're going to get Roman Cody for night two. Yeah. It's not been confirmed, but there was so far, I think it's like Seth and... Um, uh, yeah, Seth's match against uh, Logan, Paul. Logan Paul is the only one on day one officially, I think, so far. Do you know, in a weird way, I kind of don't want to know. And I know that you can't really do that because I think... Well, actually, to be fair, I don't know how it works. If you have bought a ticket for WrestleMania, does it have to be both days? Or can you go to just one day of WrestleMania and not the other? Because, like, Wrestle Kingdom, for example, is like that. You Because the attendance figures are different, usually yeah. all the time, for day for well, night one and night two. I don't... I didn't really notice, like, if the people... Because usually you get the same people in the front row for every wrestling show, no matter if it's AEW, WWE. Yeah. But I never really noticed that. And I don't remember them saying the attendance... I think they combined the attendance. I don't think they did um, no, day one. No, I don't think they combined it. Because if they combined it, they'd be looking at like a hundred and probably fifty thousand, sixty thousand. Do you know what I mean? Like they'd announce it as that, wouldn't they? It was full capacity, wasn't it? Last year, there wasn't no. Well, I, I imagine WrestleMania usually pretty much is always full capacity, but this year I, I would certainly imagine it would be. Let me have a look on that. Um... Whilst you're having a look, I I honestly don't mind. Is is my point on that? Is you know what comes on what day. Um, I think you have to close the whole thing with Roman and Cody. That's that's going to happen. The only other thing I've seen that people are not... Comp- well, I'm not going to say complaining. I'm sure there probably is some people complaining. But um, what some people think should be the case is that actually night one should end with Sammy and Owens uh, versus the Usos for the tag titles. Really? And I can see that. But... The reason that should make an event, in my opinion, is because it's the better build. It's the better. The only build. reason why the, the only reason why Rick Ripley and Charlotte Flair should an event day one is because it was a rumble winner. Yeah, and also though I think you do need that like, you know we we've 
come so far in WWE to the point where we're going, right, look, we take the women's wrestling seriously. And I think if you really are going to take the women's wrestling seriously, then you need to keep them as a main event. And it's not like they can't main event it. It is, but I agree. I think that the build has been one of the weaker ones, but I don't want that to get lost in translation. I think pretty much every build, almost every build, uh, for every marquee match at this year's WrestleMania has been top-notch. To the point where any of those matches could be a main event, really, on any other show. Yeah, it feels weird that you have a Hell in a Cell match, like, and that probably could main event a day. If you, exactly, right? But So we've got Finn Balor and Edge. It's going to take place, well, probably Demon Finn Balor. That's what, it's, that's what they're building towards. And a devil version of Edge. So, you know, maybe get something similar well, the, to his entrance last year, because well, I brood, loved that. The brood would definitely be... Like that brood, yeah, because if they somehow top Edge's entrance from last year, man, I'll be all over that because that was one of my favourite entrances ever. The visual of oh, it, no, with that throne and on the flames, and it looks so good. Now, AJ Styles' entrance was better because he whacked his head <laughs> on the. AJ had to t- have a match with the stage before he even got in the ring, so right. he was never going to. But I've got the attendances from So last... this is from last year. So night one was 77,899. Okay. And day two was 78,453. So it's, you, you may have people doing one day than the other. So I suppose if that is the case, then to my point, you probably have to announce what's on what night. Um, but yeah, I, I honestly, I don't I don't mind it. I, every single build almost is top-notch for me. As I say, that promo Edge just did on Raw uh, about, you know, leave Finn at home, bring your demon. So good. Um, just, I mean, not that I wasn't sold on the match as it was, but like it's just that extra umph that you need. You know, yeah, this mania, everything should be dialed up a little bit. Um, but yeah, that's incredible. Obviously, Roman and Cody, that whole thing's going really well. Uh, the, the biggest thing, well, I'm going to put my hands up now and say... Hang on. He's not, he's here's, not, here we go. Look. I'm right, going to put right. my hands up and say right now, um, I wasn't... I'm not going to say I was against it, but I wasn't like sold on the idea of the tag match. Sami Zayn's and Kevin Owens versus the Usos, right? Right. Not not previously, because I was like, uh, I don't know if it feels like a cop out. Do you know what I mean? If I felt like maybe it would it would come across that way to me. Um, I don't mean that in a passionizing way, but just like in terms of like sometimes how you kind of feel stuff is like uh, it's just put on the back burner because we're already going with Cody, kind of thing. But I gotta say. They, the build has turned into like because again it's still got all of those like we are sort of I think we've had the peak of Sammy turning so we are sort of like it's it's come down a little bit since then but not in like a bad way but like that was the the big build for so long was like oh what's Sammy gonna do yeah um, and then we'll, you know you finally get the answer and now it's like the aftermath like what, what happens from here um, but they've still got all of these intertwining stories like Jay's still kind of at the heart of this whole thing now you know, where we're like, wow, what what is Jay going to do after? And actually, if Roman loses his titles, then where does that leave the bloodline? And, you know, this, that and the other. I, I, it's still it, it's still probably the best storyline in wrestling, I think, Whatever overall. Or at the moment? I think at least at the moment. It might be one of those things, you know, where you go like sometimes you have to let the dust settle on it when it's all completely done. Because that's the thing, you have to wait for the whole thing to be finished. Exactly. Before you can really say one way or the other, because case in point, I mean Game of Thrones. I loved Game of Thrones, and then season eight happened, <laughs> and I'm sure we all feel this, well, not the same, but I'm sure a lot of us feel uh, that same way towards Game of Thrones. But um, 
But in you rest- know what I mean? It has to finish before yeah, you can do it. But in wrestling, people complain about storyline day one. Right. Case in point is uh, Bobby Lashley, Bray Wyatt. Yeah. Now, I will admit, out of all of the, the storylines going into Mania, that's the one that I'm least caring about. And even more so now, because it looks like it's not going to happen. Because Bray's unwell. Yeah. Not, not uh, from what they say, it's an illness. Other people say it's uh, it, just an injury. Some people say... Well, so it's not actually been reported as an injury, though, has it? I don't believe so. It was just... Because people are saying, well, how's he got injured? He's not done anything, but you can get injured by not resting, you know? I don't know what the situation is with Bray. It's going to be a shame if he's not on it, because I've I've, I've kind of stood up for everything they've done with Bray up to this point. Like, I know it's more and more people are souring on it, and I, I do understand why, because, like, it is really a case of, like, the promos don't really feel like they're going sort of really anywhere. And if anything, we feel I feel like we've kind of gone backwards a bit with Bray, and he's not he's just sort of like a different sort of packaged version of exactly what he was just before he left, like Firefly Funhouse-wise. Yeah, it just feels like they don't know which Bray they're getting, because one week he'll do a promo as the Firefly Funhouse, next week he'll do one as uh, the white lead, the... Um, cult leader next we go back and forth and back and forth and i like I, do, I like that but i think that this is where when when you look at that long-term storytelling because again like you don't want to kind of crap on it from the beginning but at what point do we say are we past the beginning because bray returned at extreme rules which was back in october october okay yeah because september was clash and then it was yeah yeah so extreme rules in october i mean you know, five months. Mm. You know, at what point this long-term storytelling no longer really long-term storytelling, it's just slow because this is almost half a year. Like he's been back for nearly six months and he's had one televised match, two if you count the the, the dark the house show match. Yeah, I don't know if he's done any dark matches, but yeah. You know, like, weird thing. But obviously the plan would have been for him and Bobby and now... Because of this, it looks like Bobby may be facing someone else. The rumoured name is LA Knight. Yeah, which... I like that. I like it, but I'd rather it be someone debuting or returning. Well, apparently, the the, the reports are... And again, it's it's dirt sheet stuff, so you have to take it with a pinch of salt. But the reports are that uh, Triple H has big surprises announced. Uh, well, big, announced. Big, big surprises in store. Yeah, uh, for the the Raw after Mania. So I, I feel like we're probably going to get a return to that like big Raw after Mania feel that we we had once. Yeah, there's um, rumours that Orton's coming back. The rumours that Big E is coming back. It'd be great to see them both come back yeah. as long as they're healthy. You know, it's, it's Riddle needs to come back. Riddle still, yeah, Riddle still needs to come back. I mean, obviously, AJ's going to be out for a little while longer. Yeah, obviously, I'm not saying they, these people are going to be the mania matchup for Bobby. Then you get people from outside the company, like Brian Cage says he's he challenges Bobby. And... <laughs> yeah, well, I like that when everyone else gets involved in it. Brian Cage is someone who WWE have been after, and his contract does run out soon. Jay White mm. is a possibility. Uh... But I, don't think he's, I think he's going to AEW personally. It depends how they go about doing it because there's still so many people on the roster that they've they've got there already that could go into it. The trouble is is that this close to WrestleMania, 
no matter what you do, you're not really going to get much of a build from it. No. So the only way that it'll probably go down well for most people is, like you're saying, if it is a surprise debut at Mania. That's probably the only way to go about doing it, so to keep the majority of fans happy. But I, I feel like no matter what they do in this instance with Bobby, then it, it, this match was all... Like, Bobby's match was always going to be the one that was going to be um, maybe slated the most. Mm. Just because the people that really don't like Bray's stuff were going to crap on it anyway. Um, if it's LA Knight, people prob- might still crap on it because a lot of people still don't like LA Knight. I have no idea why. I think LA yeah, Knight's one know. of the best guys in in that he's, company. He's more over than some faces are. Yeah. And, you know, and if, if it's a surprise, the, the, the danger of that, though, is always that you, you bring out a surprise you know, debut... And then it's like, you know, people are like, oh, that was disappointing. It's like sometimes you just can't win, can you? So it's well, just one of those. I thought, I thought of someone, but it may depend on the extent of the liver, Braun Breaker. Yeah, that would be interesting. He's, yeah. done, he's done everything he can do in the next team. And he's been there for like a year. Well, you say that, but Carl Carno is having to go back over because he's not getting any kind of pop at the minute, is he? But, but mind you, he did on NXT. But oh, his NXT return got a massive pop. Yeah. I would, to be fair, I think. As a nice throwback to last year's Mania, it depends how ready he is. But as a, a kind of throwback to last year, it'd be interesting if Gabe Stevenson come out to take um, on Bobby. Because I don't know. they really kind of built him as like he's going to be a future big deal. But I suppose it just depends how far into kind of his progress with training, everything else, the performance center, how it's all going. Yeah. And also, I think I read he wants to do another amateur wrestling thing before he does do his WWE. Run, but I think we went for this. Well, it's a proper run, sure, but like if just for one match, I don't know. It depends how they want to do it. And if you could, ha- you could easily have an amateur style match with Bobby. True. You know, Bobby's going to be one of the best people to be in there with if you're going to do that. Um, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens with it. But regardless, you know, even if the brain um Bobby match continues or or, or was going to happen anyway, it, it does sound. It like... was one of the weaker builds for me. Yeah, but it does sound like Bobby is going to be at Mania. Bobby Lashley has confirmed he definitely is going to be at Mania. Um, I mean, that's not really Bobby Lashley's place to say because he's not in charge of it. But I can't imagine WWE going to take him off. He is a big attraction for him. He may not, you know, he's a former WWE champion. It doesn't always feel like he was, Mm. admittedly, but um, he is still one of their biggest stars. And I don't think that they're going to necessarily pull him off. Um, But going back to Charlotte and Rhea. Do you want to say on that one? Te- I mean, technically, that story has been there for a, a while. But it's only you know, if just... you go if you go back to well NXT, like what was it thirty five? It was a pandemic 30, one, wasn't 36. it? Because it was Rhea's first Mania, and obviously in the bloody performance center. Yeah. And that yeah. was a good match. It was really good. So it'd be nice to see them actually go for it again now, where you know we've we've got the fans there to appreciate it. Hopefully. Not hope- to, and that's not to say that anything during the put, you know, you could only do what you could do during pandemic. It was unprecedented times, but you know, now they're going to get to have that moment in front of people. And Charlotte um, won the first one. So. Well, I think Rhea's got to take this, isn't she? I think Rhea's going to have a dominant year. She's, she's getting, she's the year of Rhea. <laughs> All right, Jay. <laughs> the year of Rhea. It's got to be though, isn't it? it has, I'd say so. She's. Uh, gaining momentum with the fans. Yeah. Which is always a tricky thing because she is a heel, but 
he, he can't, I mean, you can't well, make weird, Charlotte's can a you? face, I don't know. I never buy Charlotte as a face. It's weird. I, I respect the hell out of Charlotte. I think she's phenomenal. She, she is one of the best of all time. Easily. Even, even if you take away like, all the championship reigns and you go, oh, well, that's, they've ever done it sometimes, but yes. Easily. And she's built her own legacy. Even if she didn't have the surname Flair, she would be one of the best of all time. I know not everyone dis- uh, agrees with that, but she she doesn't. She didn't need the surname Flair no. to to be what she is. Like she she just genuinely is one of the best. Also, but I just can't buy her as a face, really. Also, if you go back to that bit where she didn't need the Flair note, I think natural selection is a good finisher for her, taking away the figure four, or yeah. figure eight. But um, yeah, we'll, we'll see because. It feels like the the bill for this match is only being built for the last couple of weeks, but it's all about Dom getting in the way more than it is them touching, which is good and bad. You don't need to see them touch every week. I think, though, that's where sometimes it might be a hindrance, but I think, as a whole, the positive about WWE's direction at the moment is that you have these storylines that bleed into each other. You know, because the Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn stuff didn't need to bleed over into the Cody stuff. But the way that they've done it, I think, has been... I'm, I'm genuinely surprised because there was a part of me that thought, okay, are people going to turn on this because... This being Cody Rhodes and Roman, are people going to turn on this because of how uh, much traction Sami Zayn's gained? But not him. You know, and people wanting to see that. But the, I think the way that they've done it... Yeah, and I'm not seeing the thing I thought I'd see about... You remember when the Roman took the... Uh, when Roman won the Rumble in, what, 2015? Uh, wasn't it, yeah. And people said, oh, Brian should be involved. Not getting that this year with Sammy should be involved. No, but they've done it They've done it in a different way, haven't yeah. they? And I th- and again, though, the way the when I, when that keeps coming up with a comparison to Sami Zayn and um, Daniel Bryan, again, there's not really a comparison there for me just because... With the Daniel Bryan stuff, it genuinely felt like it just wasn't in the plans for Daniel Bryan to be the star that he was, and so they were trying to suppress it. Whether or not it was all storyline, whether it was all it was real, don't know, don't care. But that's how it felt, and I think that's like how why why everybody got so passionate about it. Whereas this time, it just feels like look, the plan was obviously with Cody, and it still makes sense with Cody, but they're not trying to keep Sami Zayn down. He's still getting a mega push. He's still involved in the big top storyline. Yeah. And more than anything, again, like back to that storyline itself, it's proper drama and it has heart to it. There are, there are good, like the, the, the highs and lows throughout the whole thing have been brilliant. Like when you get like big highs from it, like the um, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn embracing on SmackDown. Yes. Crowd went nuts. Also, did you notice Cody was actually looking at the TV screen properly? They've started to do that more recently, yeah. Don't sleep on Roman, though, because Roman does that as well from his sofa. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know why they do it, you know, like, because uh, it looks better. It's the, yeah, it looks it's better the... on TV than it does in real life. <laughs> yeah. But it, it, it is, man. It's great. That story has me invested. And oh, my God. Less, I mean, Dominic, Mysterio, and Ray, man. <sighs> Christ. I'm, I mean, I said I thought this match was going to happen. I still don't know if it's going to go down the way I, I've always said it. I, I thought it probably would, which is Dominic unmasks him. But this kind of has the feeling that it's going to be... I mean, it's important to say, as of right now, again, it's it's only Thursday 23rd. We haven't seen SmackDown yet. They've announced on SmackDown the whole Rey Mysterio family is going to be there. When they say that, they just mean like 
it's the, probably uh, Angela, yeah. his sister. Yeah, and uh, it's just gonna be them, it's just gonna be them four. It's not gonna be like his uncle Rey Mysterio. <laughs> yeah, Rey Mysterio senior. It's not gonna be like when they tried what they wanted to do at, Rain, um, at uh, uh, Raw Thirty. Ray's immediate family <laughs> is gonna yeah. be there, and obviously last week Ray had said to Dominic he will not fight him because that would be the biggest shame. Uh, the biggest disgrace to, uh, for him as a father if he does fight his son. But even that, that in-ring segment last week between Ray and Dominic was like, oh, so good. Mm. Do you know what it feels like? But to Dominic's me? promised he's going to be there this week. Yeah. Do you know what it feels like to me? It feels like many of 14, Kane Untaker. I, yeah, I thought that, yeah. I will but, fight my brother. And then and, what was it eventually that forced Undertaker's hand? Well, he got put in the casket, the casket match at Rumble, and got burnt. Then did they attack the Undertaker's parents' grave before or after that match? I think it was after, but I can't remember. I think it was because of the attack the grave. That's a great way of putting that, isn't it? Well, they yeah. attacked the grave. <laughs> well, they bro- he, he smashed it, smashed it with a sledgehammer, and then burnt it. Kane did. Yeah, I wouldn't say that was for the inferno, but I think it was like the casket match, and then when Undertaker came back. And did the the battle with the front, the lightning and the fire? Yeah, that was it. But I don't. Well, even, I don't think we're, we're probably not going to see Ray use lightning. No, but I I might get my thing I've been waiting for for ages and have because Ray's in the Hall of Fame. Well, he's going. There's to no, be. there's no way. Called that. I mind you, I said it for for next year, but there, there's no <laughs> way they're not going to have Dom get involved. I, yeah, and that's why, again, that's why I said I think we've got to gloat about some of these picks. So we'll we'll do the Hall of Fame bits gloating yes. after this, I think, because, yeah, that's probably a good segue. But, also, yeah. Also, I don't know if you've seen that Ray was meant to retire this year. Well, and, th- and this is why, again, I think that this might be Ray's last match. And with that, I just think an unmasking is going to happen. But in terms of how the dominoes are falling at the moment... The doms. Okay. In terms of how the condoms are all falling, flopping to the floor. You know, if the Mysterio family's there on SmackDown, Dominic's going to show up. Again, little kind of little, little, little things are bleeding through. Little, little things, right? So, Dominic's obviously going to show up with Rhea. He's going to show up with Mummy, right? It's going to happen. Now, who's... His sister, he right. Okay, right. So we can put this in a in a way that's good on a podcast, not just me rambling and uh, you know. Yeah. Right. So <laughs> he mentioned that he's he's going to speak to his mum, basically. Yes. His real mum. Yes. His, his real life mother, who uh, uh, apparently has Ray Mysterio's balls in her purse. Okay, which is how well, he put it. Yeah, I've heard that said a lot on WWE. Like, yeah, which is weird, really, because if you think about it, if your balls were in somebody's purse, bloody hurt. It would do. It would bloody hurt. But yeah, he's he's kind of directed it that like, oh, he's gonna may maybe he's gonna be a real scumbag and do something to his mum. Ah, oh, surely not. And I don't think he will. But I do think something's gonna happen to his sister. And let's not forget, storyline wise, who his sister had a little thing with. Yeah. Ray Rhea Ripley's real life boyfriend fiance or fiance uh, probably boyfriend, is it? Engaged? Let's just let's say boyfriend. Yeah. Because if they are engaged, then so many men around the world are going to be heartbroken, us included. Yeah, I guess so. Mummy, 
yeah, honestly. No, 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 no. I'm more upset that she's with Barry Murphy, mate. <laughs> well, that's, that's what I'm saying, yeah, because she's, you know. But because Buddy Murphy, when, well, Buddy Matthews now, but when Buddy Murphy, Murphy the character was in WWE, they had that thing with him and uh, Dominic's sister, which was weird at the time because she was quite young. She was legal, but I it was she just... she was 19. It's just a bit strange. But because we, once again, like with Dominic, we've seen them as like little kids. Mm. You see them as a little kid. Okay. Game of Thrones again, that. But it took me a while, it did take me a while <laughs> to get like to get with Dominic as he is now. I love this version. Matt, and this is what I'm saying, but this whole thing, like that story alone would sell me on Mania. Do you know who else I think? The rest get... of it is all just like it's just incredible how how well they've done building up to this. Yeah. Do you know who else I think might get involved with this family reunion? Mm. The police. <laughs> Call them. They'll be there ready, won't they? Like the yeah, other one, yeah. like Christmas. Also, no, I, I think that's that that will force Ray's hand. I think. Do you? F- they keep bringing up. They keep bringing up Eddie. Will Vicky Guerrero get involved? She technically is a free agent now, isn't she? She's, so, asked, she's asked to go home from AEW. She, well, maybe. It'd be interesting, maybe even Chavo or anything like that. Or could do. I'm, I don't really care much for Chavo. In in, I don't mean that in a horrible way, but I just don't really. I didn't enjoy his run as like the manager sort of side of stuff in AEW. Um, no, that did suck. I just, yeah, it just wasn't really for me. But I don't know. I don't think it needs it. I think all the pieces that are in play already, they've got more than enough and everything's great. We haven't even talked about all the matches, but to be honest, you know, so you, we'll, you, we'll do a proper review of Mania when it when it happens. Yeah. And we're going to do our predictions, as we say, next week. So we'll probably leave it there for, for that. But yeah. um, just have to talk about just how fucking awesome this build's been overall. And we're getting Brock Omos again on Raw to build up for their match. Yeah. I don't I don't care what day that's on, it's just gonna be fun to watch. Yeah, again, like it's just there, it's gonna be it's just gonna be, big boys. I don't care that it won't be a five star classic, I just want to see the match. Not every match needs to be, does it? That's the point. No. That's the point. But there's there's a hell of a lot of candidates of who could steal the show. Collectively the show being over the course of two days and then also matter of the night for each night, it's gonna be I have an idea barn burner. I have an idea what I think being my pick mm. even before the show happens. Triple threat for the IC. Well, yeah. See, we haven't even talked about that, but again, that's we that's where you got to go through yeah, our predictions. Yeah, we don't I need think. to talk all, all about all matches now. It's going to be bloody decent. That I'm gonna. I will wrap my part of this segment up though with one thing, and I said this to you um, on the way. But uh, there is one team that I'm really, really, really looking forward to seeing. Go on, Maximum Male Models. I think they're bloody brilliant. And everything with Otis, and I think that Chad might be turning face, but because I felt really sorry for him on Raw, I felt genuinely sorry for the guy. <laughs> um, you know, the whole thing is just—it just feels like for the first, and I think this is the biggest thing as well. I could be totally wrong, but it's one of the biggest things that I feel like it feels different in this Mania build is everybody is almost trying to like one up each other in terms of their own builds. Yeah. Like everybody's really putting in like some some real effort, and it, it, you know if it wasn't for the fact that Cody and Roman definitely is your big main event, that's the problem. Is that like like we said earlier, anything could really be a main event here, and and it's all down to the build, all down to the builds. Well, I wouldn't say the Fatal Four Way Tag Match would be a main event for me, but <laughs> I thought, oh no, okay, maybe not. I would have thought but, for for the majority, for the most part, though. You know they've done like Mania Smackdown where they've had like the 
uh, Andre the Giant Memorial, or Andrew the Giant Memorial, proper the Adagio. <laughs> yeah, it's in place of, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and that's that was on the SmackDown. I would have thought they would save this Fatal Four A for both men and women on SmackDown, but I guess they don't have to. No. Well, again, we'll see what happens, but we've got uh, two more SmackDowns to go before Mania and one more Raw. So yeah. go home Raw next week. That's unreal. And so far, like I said, we've got the Omos Brock confrontation. I think there'll be another Cody segment with. Oh, definitely. It, we'll get something that picks it up to the big, you know, the last big thing. Crazy, unbelievable, Jeff. Unbelievable, yeah. Jeff. Well, considering that they do Mania. Well, now that every pay per view they do, um, or premier live event, they do like the the SmackDown at the building or near the building. I don't know what we're going to do with SmackDown. Because remember when, remember when it was a taped show? They unless, just, unless the whole thing is Hall of Fame. Yeah. Do you you imagine? Remember, do you remember when it was a taped show before Mania? It would be like um, Access and all that kind of stuff instead of like doing a SmackDown show. Oh, yeah. I'd love to do one of them Access things, you know. Yeah. I, that always used to be one of those things as a kid when I'd see like everybody like going around that hole. Just, it was just like like the Disney world of wrestling. Wasn't it like yeah. you just going around? You all, the, all this memorabilia was there. You go and line up to go and meet like Taker and Trish Stratus and the Hardys, Edge, Kurt Angle, and then like Rock's coming in the into the ring they've got there, and he's doing a pro, like just awesome. Like the whole WrestleMania weekend, just for wrestling in general, is going to be really good. You know, there's a lot of different wrestling going on um, across, and we'll probably if we can get a podcast in before. I think we're going to really try to we'll get try. one in uh, before WrestleMania. But we'll probably look a bit more at everything else going on around Mania Weekend, um, so that to, you know to include um, other things outside of WWE. But we'll have a look and see what we can do. But staying on the topic of WWEs, we're very WWE heavy these days, aren't we? Now that it's good, <laughs> but the game WWE Two K Twenty Three. I've played that. You played that. I played it. That's one for Jay. Um, you won't listen to it. So. <laughs> 2K 2023 was released on March 17th of this year, so not even a week old yet, but no. uh, if, you probably if, got it early if you got the uh, pre-orders in on your Deluxe and the Yeah, I pre-ordered mine, but I got mine, my regular version. Oh, well, there you go. So I got the Deluxe. The funny thing is, I didn't, I didn't remember that was her music. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's been a while since we saw old Dew Drop. Yeah, Two K Twenty Three is released for PlayStation Four, PlayStation Five, Windows, Xbox One, and Xbox Series X and Series it's on, S. It's on your window right now. It's on my window right now. So I got it for Series X. You got it for S, haven't you? Yes. And um, as I say, I got the Deluxe Edition. I, I a lot of money this year. Last year's yeah. was about eighty quid. This year's was ninety, well eighty nine ninety nine pounds. Yeah, GBP. I, I think my the regular one was like fifty nine ninety nine. Yeah, crazy. Um, but you know, it's I think the Deluxe is the nice middle ground one to get because you get your season pass with it, mm-hmm. and you know. I, that's going to work out cheaper in the long run than having a you know fork out individual for each individual DLC. But to be honest, that really does depend on if you're interested in the DLC packs. Because I, I do think that at the moment, as it stands, the DLC packs this year for this this year's instalment are weaker than last year. What are you talking about? You got Zeus. 
I think for overall though, spread across all of the different packet uh, packages, I think it is weaker. And it's because a lot of it is NXT stuff. And I don't mean that in a bad way, but my kind of, um, I suppose my take on it, if you're an active member of the roster, you shouldn't really be DLC. No. I just don't think, I just don't feel like you should be DLC. I think DLC should be uh, kept by for your legends. And something like a Zeus, yeah, that's cool. Do you know Zeus not it, been in one before? That's no, cool. It used to be, it used to be legends only DLC. Well, but that's what I think you should have. Like, but again, ah, it's tricky. It's tricky because it's you know the game's already somewhat out of date by the time it comes out in terms of certain models and things like that. T bar, well, T bar, yeah. Um, so you know you Good can't job. help those sort of things, but. But the game itself then, so it's developed by Visual Concepts, published by 2K Sports. It's the, really this is the follow-up to its predecessor, which is 2K22. Uh, they went into a completely different sort of direction with 2K22. They took the year's break after the abysmal 2K20. Yeah, whatever you say about that. <laughs> abysmal 2K20. Did you even play it? Yeah, I played it. I don't remember you, buying, I don't remember you having it though. I picked it up like... I think you well, might. Did... I picked it up for a couple of quid, oh. um, way way after because I I already because I'd heard and seen and all this stuff about how bad it was. I was like, well, I am not paying. I'm not reaching in my pocket to get that. But then I thought because when we when we went to do our uh, tier lists mm-hmm. of video games, I was like, well, I really probably should actually get somewhat hands on with it to experience <laughs> how bad it is for myself. Do you remember we did tier lists? Yeah, we still want it to be finished, but. Uh, you know, it was it was bad, but I think that by the time I'd played it, most of the worst stuff had already gone. You know, they'd they'd already patched. I think they had done, but you couldn't. You know, old saying, but you can't polish a turd. So you could clearly still see where it was a, um, a really really failed attempt at like a Frankenstein of two K nineteen, and that's what probably made that's probably what hurt it more is that two K nineteen was was genuinely quite good. It was. Was probably the best in the two K series up to that point. So yeah. to take such a massive step backwards with two K twenty was so so visible, so clear, so noticeable that you know, there was just no excuse. They had to go back to the drawing board. And they did come out of the gates, I think, really strong with two K twenty two. It was a very good game. It was. They brought back things like GM mode, very limited, but it, it was. was there. Um, you showcase, they tweaked, obviously having the uh, the crossing, the crossfade sort of stuff between gameplay and then footage from the actual matches. Started in two K twenty two, of course, with Ray's showcase, and there was just a lot of stuff added. Obviously, with my faction, everything this year, Ash, isn't it? With two K twenty three, I feel like they've taken everything that was good about two K twenty two. At the moment, again, it is still early days, but. They've taken everything that was good about 2K22. They've worked on it. They've fine-tuned it. They've tweaked it, and they've added even more stuff. Yes. And I, that's the way it should be, right? You know, you you take something that was working really well, and you improve and expand upon it. Yeah, you do. You should. That should always be the plan. So gameplay-wise, we'll talk. We'll talk gameplay. Gameplay is basically exactly the same, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Controls are the same. Um, most most things are the same, but like there's so much improvement and like commentary and get and like match types. So in terms of the actual play itself, yeah, there are certain. I've noticed that I think there's certain improvements to some of the flow. 
um, of the matches that it feels a bit more. What I th- what I think they've really kind of honed in on this year is that kind of hybrid of of the arcade and simulation style of gameplay. Because obviously, I, I feel like over the years you have had those sort of two sets of fans that you've got the ones that really enjoyed the really old school wrestling games that was more of that arcade style. Because we, we joked about it earlier. You know, yeah. Get those Royal Rumbles where you could hit somebody with the catapult and it, you just sling them over the, the slingshot even and you just sling them over the uh, top rope and they're out. I think you could do it like a suplex as well. You could do it with suplex and then just sometimes you just spam the strike button and just eventually they just fly yeah. out of the ring. You know, Th- Those games, they're so much fun. And then kind of starting with... This wasn't 2K because it started with THQ. But when they kind of moved more into the simulation style, which probably started to happen around the SmackDown versus Raw series, it kind of divided fans, I think, really. I still really enjoyed the games, but you could you could clearly see as you're going through the, the, the years where it become more and more of a simulation. Now, you press a couple of buttons and you just, you're watching stuff play out. Mm. Um the thing is, when you're going to go for realism, there has to be an element of that because you can't, you know, you can't, you can't program a game to be like, oh, this is, you need to do this combo for the wrist lock to then move into this. To man, no, that would be way too much. So I feel like this is the this game is really kind of I don't want to say perfected it because I think they can still make some some improvements to um, some of the the actual sort of flow of the offense and stuff and especially with reversals but this is the best it's been yet i think of, of, of meshing the two styles yeah i do like the fact that if you press the reversal button too early then you don't get the chance to reverse yeah and that was introduced last year yeah and it's it's um sometimes it can sometimes i can you feel like you press the button at the right time but you but you don't get it but that's fine I think that the it's slightly. I think they tweaked it a little bit this year, though, with the reversal system. So particularly Y or triangle, if you're on uh, PlayStation. If you're playing on on PC, I'm sorry, I don't know what it would be because I'm not a PC um, gamer. So cue everybody, spacebar. Cue everybody telling us that we're all peasants for playing on console. Um, but no, like it feels as though they they've tightened the gap a little bit. Now again, it's important to remember. That with the gameplay, you can go in and customize the settings to be how you want them to be, right? So you've got your generic kind of settings of, uh, as you normally do, easy, normal, hard, and legend mode, and um, you know, you, but you, you, there, there, you can do a bit more of an in-depth, advanced kind of tweaking of of the the gameplay, much much the same way as you could with other ones, but this this year so much even more so, yeah, um, because you can even tweak what the AI tendencies are, which we'll come to in a bit. Um, but yeah, like in terms of just the overall flow, it a match feels really genuinely quite fun because you're throwing together all these combos, but they're not complex. They're not hard to do. You don't need to memorize loads of stuff. No. Uh, you can just honestly, I think I feel like this is a good game. People that haven't played these sort of games before, they say it every year. Oh, you know, if you've not played a wrestling game before, this is an easy pickup to play. No, they're not. Some of them are not pick up and play. They're, <laughs> they're just not. The only reason that we've, we've probably got on with them so well for so long is because we're so used to playing them year after year that the introducing those changes over time we were just used to it because we already had the the, the rest of it the fundamentals down you yeah, know but then two, uh, 2k 22 uh, 20 yeah 2k 22 had different buttons 
Like yeah, these, so that was a that, huge change. And that's a good thing they did a tutorial, otherwise you'd be fucked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it would be, yeah, because there was so if much you just, last yeah, year. If you just went, oh, I'll go into showcase mode or I'll just do a match, the, the button I used to do the grapple was wrong or... Yeah, big overhaul from, again, and all came in through 2K22, so they've just expanded on it, really. I did, did you do the tutorial this year? I did, not straight away, I didn't, no, because, again, like I, because the controls are virtually the same I was able to kind of just pick up and play it and because I was also I was still actively playing 2k22 so it was still really fresh for me well I did it first because obviously it was a um, I have done 10, it now like you get, 10g yeah. or whatever it was they're all 10 or 15g aren't they and yeah. some of them are really hard and I think that they're being pretty stingy with with uh, their, by the uh, way um like it makes any school. difference you know how many achievements you've got there's a lot to get on this one isn't there, there is. this year yeah a lot more than it's like double Last year, I might, might not be that many, but it feels like it is. It, I have got thirty-one so far, and I'm four hundred and seventy-five G out of one thousand. That's thirty-one trophies. That's mad. Forty-eight percent. I was going to say you're about halfway there. Yeah. Yeah. So gameplay-wise, it is good. It's smooth. I will say, I think that they still need to do a lot of work on multi-man matches. It still gets a bit too long. Yeah, I'm, I'm not fan of tag matches on these games. Mainly because their pins will be broken up after one. A normal tag match is fine, but the more people that you have in a ring, the harder it gets, and particularly money in the bank. Last year's money in the bank, you wouldn't be... It wasn't improbable for you to be in, in a match for like a fucking hour. Yeah. You know, to try and <laughs> try and get this brief... Because like, people can't stay down, and it's... It's just hard because you've got eight people. Well, you've got seven other um, uh, players in there, but you know, human or AI or whatever it is. But yeah. it's just, it's not fun. It, it's not fun to sit down and play it for that long. I think I've, I've had matches where the opponent's been on red health and they still get up after like five sec, after like two seconds. There is some of that still, but again, that's where you kind of, if you if they stay down for too long. It doesn't feel arcadey enough. No. But if they get up too quick, it doesn't feel real enough. So it's, it's still that blend. And like I said, I feel like they've nailed it more this year. But uh, multi-man matches is still, I think, a little bit of an issue. Um, some of the other big overhauls, Ashley. The lighting this year, that's the big one. Yeah, that's good lighting. That's the biggest kind of thing they've done this year. So especially with like the reflections, which they show off in their main menu. Mm-hmm. Um makes a big difference I think with some of them very much so and let's not you know pretend that 2k22 didn't look amazing because oh, it, it was amazing. did yeah but this year does look very similar but it's it's just that the lighting does help certain especially certain models stand out especially like triple H's you know yeah. when he's actually on the ring apron and he does the water spit like that one really is very good this year very good um the modes, though, actually, the modes. Let's talk about. Should we start with the showcase? Yeah, because that was the first thing I really did after the tutorial was do showcase. So this year's showcase, then it's John Cena because he's the cover star, and it's weirdly it's matches he lost all the matches he lost it. Well, not all of his losses because there'd be a lot. <laughs> it'd be a long, long showcase. Well, yeah. like all these, what he say, key losses are. To, and, it's, and it's not in order like they have been in the past. 
No, I liked that as well. Oh, that really made like, it fresh. I thought, I sat with um, RVD at... Uh, well, actually, no oh, six. Sand, yeah. Okay, and then what was next? It was like Triple uh, Was it Triple H or was it Batista? Um, no, Batista but, was much later. We don't... Uh, well, for people that haven't played it, we won't give all of that away. But, yeah, it, it does start with Van Damme, but it doesn't go in a linear order. No. Because you'll play matches that were before 2006... And you'll play matches that were much after 2006. But um, I think the unlockables that you get through this showcase are, are very good. For yeah. the most part. Yeah. It's mainly what you expect. It's not like um, you get um, like a different attires or whatever. But I, I will say, I think I would have preferred more attires as opposed to more models. Because you could honestly, at this point, you could genuinely have a Royal Rumble, I think, with all of the John Cena's. Possibly. I think there, matches, there is close there? to 10 Cena's in this game. I'm pretty sure. I reckon there might be about 10 Cena's. And you can also get Prototype if you pay for the expensive one. Yeah, so if you have got the Icon uh, edition, then the Ruthless Aggression pack, which will be coming separately, that's probably going to be... It will probably work the same way that they did the NWO pack yeah. last year. So that will be out for around about £19.99. So again, probably about $20 elsewhere. Um, well, in, in American, Canadian I, dollars I as well. more than that. Well, yeah, maybe, to be fair. Yeah. But uh, yeah, if, if you've got that one in that pack, you get prototype. Uh, Batista's OVW character, which was Leviathan. Yeah. Brock Lesnar was Brock Lesnar, but he was like more sort of like purple trunks, wasn't it? Yeah, like I purple, so. purple cup trunks and Randy Orton. But Shelby can't get Sean Benjamin's because he was, yeah, there. he was there at the same time. Shelton is the the forgotten. He's just never talked about, is he? And I know that the other four have reached you know stupendous heights. Yeah. Okay, a little call back to last year's Mania, but they they reached like un. Believable heights in in their careers, and Shelton wasn't quite up there. But he, you know, do he I, just he just doesn't get talked about quite as much as I feel like he should. The funny thing is, seen as the only person of that list that debuted and lost. Well, he was the guy that uh, wasn't supposed to make it, was he? No, is how they put it. He was he was he, close to being on the. But when you hear that, and it's true, it's like I can't be right because you've got he has a better look. Then like an Orton, but Orton no, but Orton had like a natural gifted ability, yeah. and he had the 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 fact you know his his dad was a legend in mm. WWF. You know that obviously did help. Lesnar was bloody Lesnar. Oh yeah, absolutely one in a life once in a lifetime athlete. Until Bobby Lashley came, and Batista arguably had, you know, he was bigger than Cena. He had that kind of more stereotypical look. It just yeah. took a bit longer for him to kind of get there, I think, maybe confidence-wise. But, you know, at one stage or another, Batista and Cena owned professional wrestling between the two of them. Yeah, even though Orton and Brock did it quicker. Yeah, but Batista and Cena did it longer. Orton, you have to just... Because fa- I mean, we've gone off a little bit here, but this is what we do. Yeah. You have to factor in Orton had... Especially earlier in the career when he was a bit more unstable. You know, Orton yeah. had more ups and downs than, you know, than maybe Batista had. 
and certainly Cena. But yeah, that's what you get in the Icon Edition. But yeah, the the um the, the unlockables in the game, especially from Showcase, really good. It is a different take on on Showcase. Uh, so mild spoiler, but they have announced this. If you've seen trailers, if you've seen people talk about it, then you'll know this already. If you don't want to know this, then skip forwards ten seconds. But you don't play as Cena in any of the matches in Showcase. No, you only plays his opponents. Yeah. So it's to keep it fresh. Yeah, that's about ten seconds. I don't think so. Ish. If you're coming back in now, then you're all safe. But yeah, that's Showcase. What about GM mode? Let's talk because I, I I am a lot happier with. I was happy having GM mode back. I want to make that perfectly clear. Last year, I enjoyed GM mode, but it was very restrictive. It was. You could only do tag matches and one-on-ones. You couldn't have one-on-ones with stipulations. You couldn't do X, Y, Z um, with uh, like triple threats, fallout, uh, fallout, uh, fatal four ways. Any kind of, you know, it was literally just one-on-one and tag. That was it. Yeah, and there was only the main, the man's and the woman's single styles you could use. They didn't, well, in a later patch, they did add in the others. They did, but that was. A, at the point I stopped well there you go you must have stopped really early playing you've missed a lot of the patch you you must have missed a lot of updates I probably did but that's, I, I did you get the update where they brought in Dominic Dijakovic model I might have done new I, Shawn I, I Michaels don't, I, don't think I, playing, I don't think I was playing it that often so that's probably oh, why I stopped no. see so I was on it a lot because obviously I, I, I do a lot of the cores so we'll definitely talk about that yeah but yeah this year's My GM is um, so much better Oh, definitely. So much better. But there is still some restrictive elements to it. Yeah, so you can't do a triple threat or fatal four for a title. Weird. Mm. Very weird. But you can have triple threats and you can have fatal four ways. Also, you, can, you can do Hell in a Cell, Ladder. Yeah, Backstage. Tornado, Backstage. And the match types now as well can help. Do you know what I particularly like with it? Is that if, you, if you've got a right... Sometimes a rivalry starts and you're like... Bastard, I didn't want that to happen. No. Right? <laughs> but you can now have a rivalry end with a submission match. Yeah. Which is hilarious, but it's just it's the way it works. If you can master the way that my GM wants you to work, because all the other stuff is, st- is the same. Everything's back. You know, you want to put a cruiser against a giant. You want to put a, br- a bruiser against a fighter. Specialists can kind of go against anybody. Um, that I still find is a little restrictive. Only on the basis that I don't see why a cruiser doesn't match up with another cruiser. Because uh, in real life, actually, the best pairings is a cruiser with a cruiser, not a cruiser with a giant. I don't know, I like seeing brawler with a brawler. And so, a brawler, yeah, exactly. Especially right? if you want to do extreme rules. So some of them are a bit strange. Um, Another thing that's weird is that for your, if you were to put, pick an IC champion or whatever, your second tier champion, you just do it. You can just do it randomly. You don't have to do. You don't pick them straight away. No, so it'll only make you. It's the same as last year's in that regard. So when you start the the show, you'll be doing. You'll pick your main world champion for your for your men's, and you'll pick the women's. But for your tags, you just need to make a tag match and then set it to be a title match or not. Yeah. Same for your. Um, I see uh, or US. Yeah, your mid card title, and same for. Um, Women's tag title. Yes, which feels weird to having if you're say like you're doing SmackDown. Shouldn't SmackDown and Raw both have the same 
Rubbish tag champs. <laughs> well, I mean, it makes sense, but the only thing that I, th- I think it, it can get tricky early on trying to do all of all the champions because you don't re- you realistically you won't have that big of a roster, Not and really. you'll be wanting people to be sort of relatively doing the same stuff with the same people each week so that you can build on the rivalry. Because of course, you need to get a rivalry from level one to level four. Level four is like the max level. Then you don't want to do too much with them once they're already at level four because it won't improve anymore. So you just need it to be sort of at level four really for the blow-off match at the pay-per-view. Um, Premier Live event. The Premier Live yeah, Well, yeah, okay. But yeah, this, this year's a lot more additions. You you can compete with three others. So there'll be four uh, brands in total. Yours and then if you want to, it can just be you and someone, you know, you versus uh, one brand, two brands or three other brands. And you can select the you can select obviously from your own custom character, uh, same as last year. Stephanie's back, uh, Adam Pierce, Sonia's back. Is Shane she... is gone. Shane's not on it. No, I don't think Sonia's. I don't think Sonia's on it. Sonia's there. Son... I, don't, I don't remember being on it. Sonia's hundred percent there. It's just Shane and William Regal missing from last year. Uh, Regal, understandably, obviously at the time when this was being made, he was yeah. still AW, but. Uh, the additions is Xavier Woods and Tyler Breeze. Of course, up, up, down, down. They've got a big presence in this one because the tutorial. Bischoff. Eric Bischoff. Kurt Angle, Kurt Angle and Mick Foley. Mm. Eric Bischoff is a great one, obviously, if you want to select WCW because that's a brand that you can I, take control of. I did a four, per, uh, compete against four. Not for, not for the trophy, for achievement, whatever. You do need to for the tr- but You do need to, but um, yeah, I put Eric Bischoff on um, Nitro. Of it kind of feels right, doesn't it? it? Feels, you kind yeah. of have to. Um, but then again, I did put stuff in on NXT 2.0. It's weird. It's also weird that it's the 2.0, not just NXT. But well, you can have NXT. Yeah. So yeah, the ones you can choose from is SmackDown, Raw, NXT, NXT 2.0, and WCW. So a few extra picks this year. Obviously, NXT UK is no longer an option. Um, but but NXT, it's on the game. It's, it's still on the game, but obviously because it's no longer actually a thing. Um, but then neither's WCW so I suppose they could have just done it and neither's NXT 2.0 so you still could have put it on but um, yeah overall just like, just a lot more you can do options wise with it but it's it's a lot longer this year because you you do three seasons four is it four seasons now I think it's four cause I thought it was three I think there's like some arenas that you can't unlock until the fourth year Wow, okay. I think I might be wrong in that one, but I'm on my I'm on my third one at the minute, and I haven't done GM for about two or three days. So. Well, it's definitely more than one season, like yeah. it was last year. Um, did you find yours was a bit? Your mind was random with the events. It is like one week so, is so random. Like my first like, one was Survivor Series. I want to say my first one Extreme Rules. Then it went to like Rainier Backlash. Yeah, mine went Survivor Series, SummerSlam. Mania Backlash, and I think it did day. Oh, was it? it might, no, it wasn't day one. But it was one of the the, the uh, weird little ones. I don't. I was like, really? I don't think <laughs> I've had a rumble. I don't think there will be a rumble unless you. Get I haven't it. had a rumble yet. No, so there might be one of the last ones. But I don't think I've had a Mania either. Hmm. Me, I, I, I might have done. I just don't recognise. Hmm. Interesting, but yeah, it is a lot of fun. I think this year, if you're, if you like. Alright, Mo, to be honest, if you if you enjoyed my GM last year, you will definitely enjoy it this year. If just GM mode in general isn't for you, you're probably not gonna like it either or. But to be honest, for, for those sort of people, 
if it's not for you, it doesn't really matter what they do. They're not going to really get you invested in it because its core element is you being the GM. So yeah. if, if that isn't really for you, it's it, it's not applicable. But I still do the Triple H challenge, even though some of them are like... I do. It messes my thing up all the time, but you've got to do it for those cards. Yeah, but it says one week it'll say have an Iron Man match, then the next week have a Hell in a Cell with your champion. It's like, oh, for God's sake. What I think is funny is because it'll be like, it'll be like, yeah, book a but book at least. Um, do a run in. No, so yeah, so it'll, it'll go, right, book your most popular bruiser against your most popular fighter or whatever this this week. Um, and you'll go, okay. And then, you know, nine times out of ten, your most popular, whoever it's going to be, is probably a champion, right? So you'll book them in, and then it'll be, oh, do a schedule of running on a champion this week, and that'll be the one after. You're like, oh, poor guy, he's getting put through it. And so, oh, schedule a Hell in a Cell match. Bloody hell. And then it's, and then afterwards, it'll be like, uh, right, so so-and-so's got a stamina below 40, so you should really think about what you're doing. Yeah. So, mate, you're the one making me do this. I'll t- I tell you one... <laughs> I, Come at me, I even message usually you. Get a, you usually get your champion go, uh, can I have two weeks off? Just before a pay-per-view? Yeah. And I'm like, or, you son of a bitch. Or they say, I want two weeks off, fine. Then the next, then a week later, it's like, have your champion have a match. Yeah, so... Well, I'll, I'll have to ignore the Triple H one that, that week. Yeah, I do. Because otherwise you're going to lose morale on... But I have accidentally used someone I was, wasn't meant to. <laughs> it is easily done. But no, I, I enjoy it. I've, I'm having a lot of fun with GM mode, to be honest. Uh, but speaking of modes that aren't really for everybody, my faction is back. What's your take on my faction? I've done it more than I did last year. Are you, exactly, are you enjoying it more than last year? It feels to me, it feels relatively the same. They've just it they've feels, added in that you can play against other players online. Yeah, I've only did that once, and that was a mistake. For MF coin, which yeah. I, I'm sorry, but that means you know what I mean, that's motherfucker coin. Yeah. So you compete for your motherfucker coin, which, to be honest, <laughs> yeah, you can do certain stuff with it, but you need a hell of a lot before you can really start buying these packs that that. <laughs> really gonna do anything for you Mm. it's those um tokens isn't it the green ones yeah they're the ones you need to start unlocking like the things so you you need to get like x amount of emerald cards for it unlocks the sapphire set and so on so forth in all honesty so my faction is basically ultimate teams from fifa kind of yeah it's that same kind of thing right and that i like it but honestly it's a game in its own yeah. Isn't it my faction? Like my faction could have been a game. I don't want to give anyone ideas. Jesus, I mean, this game was ninety quid. We should have as much as possible in it, but it just there's a lot to do in my faction, and it's like Supercard in the, in in the sense that like it kind of wants you to be on it every day. Yeah, I've I think I might miss one day, but that's by accident. Because sometimes, sometimes when I go on oh, it, you can't miss a day. How are you going to get your motherfucker coin? Well, that and you get a, you get achievement if you do every week, every day in a week. Oh, is it really? Oh, you do get a bon- you get like daily bonus awards yeah. and stuff, don't you? As well. But the funny thing is, one day it will be like it will say, I say I played at eight o'clock, and it will say, "Oh, by the way, you've got your that you, your day is done." Then the next day, eight o'clock, it won't give you fucking anything. It's weird because I I went on at midnight one day and it it counted it well after midnight. And it counted it as well, that's, um, that's it. I would the daily looks... login for the day previous, technically. Yeah, that's what I thought would be like the uh, would make it count, but no. Mm. 
Well, it's I, I am enjoying my faction. Like I say, though, if you really want to get the most out of it, you're going to be on it for a long time. So it is asking for a big time investment from the player. But uh, it is it is one of those. It's quite divisive, isn't it? Because again, not everybody is really into it. No. Um, but but I, I've got to say, the more modes, the better. You know, I'd rather there was stuff in the game that I didn't really make that much use of, as opposed to there not being enough. Well, the only thing we haven't mentioned is... Um... And that's not to say that I'm not going to play it, because I am going to get more into it. Yeah. I just, at the moment, I'm still going through so many other things. Because so... one thing we haven't talked about yet is um, my universe. Well, universe, I was going to go to see next, Ash. So you, I, I haven't really touched it much, weirdly. I've done only bits and pieces. I've not done too much. There are improvements because obviously there is a way of like setting up like pre-match attacks and post-match attacks to get to get wrestlers have momentum, hmm. but it's still a bit universe mode. You know what I mean? There's no real improvement in other ways. I think if you're already a fan of universe mode, that's probably not going to bother you too much. I like the idea, the concept of this new, you know, choose which way you want rivalries to go and whatever. I like that in principle, but I have found with the very little experience I've had so far with the universe mode, I have found that it doesn't work quite how, to me, it doesn't work quite how they sold it. Mm. Because there's one or two ways that you can do it. So again, this year, it, the same choice is back as last year. You can either do the normal sandbox mode, so classic mode, or you can do superstar mode, where you just play as one person. And that's more akin to the old school storylines of wrestling games, where you could pick a, you know, a normal person on the card and you just yeah, go to go do matches. Now, the thing is, they said that um, you can't do this on superstar mode, of course, but on on the classic mode. Mm-hmm. You can you've got the choice when it comes to those rival reactions where you can do it in free play or free mode or it's something else. Yeah. But basically, you can toggle it on and off. But the way it works, if you if you don't have it on, so you you just pick like almost like God mode. If you do it so that has to kind of do a system, it it works on who's got like momentum in the rivalry and who's got X Y Z. So you could pick an action for say you've got two people going against each other. Say it's uh, I don't know Cena versus Orton. Right, you can pick a an, an action for Orton, and Orton's might be post match attack, but Cena's might be pre match handshake. Yeah, if you don't toggle it off, it'll only pick one of them. You can't have both. It depends on who's got the better momentum, I think. Yes, which, to be honest, again, I think if you're playing classic mode and and you're you're going to be really hands on with especially having a rivalry go down the way you want it to go, to the most part, you're probably not going to play with it on because you're not going to leave it to chance. But I have found that I just think that some of them just don't quite work the way that you thought they would, is the only thing. Yeah, true. It can still be a bit kind of hit and miss with... Like I've had ones where it's like, okay, we're going to do a, a pretty much respect both ways. And that's a new thing this year. Yeah. Um, for universe mode, at least, anyway. But, uh, you know, one week you do a pre-match respect and then the next week my guy's pretending he's... So, for example, this was on the superstar mode. I was playing as Montez Ford. Right. Okay. Montez is going to be a future world champion. Hopefully. 
I'm saying it. So I was playing as Montez and it threw me into a rivalry with Matt Riddle. Okay. The beginning of the rivalry, I was like, okay, let's both shake hands. And I, it, momentum swung my way. So it's like, brilliant. We do that. Shook hands. I beat him. The next week, it throws me into another match with Matt Riddle. Matt Riddle's got more momentum. So I was like, okay, don't know why or how. Uh, so I chose to do like another like post-match handshake this time. And um, again, because I was just trying to sort of like test it to see what can happen. Mm-hmm. And Matt Riddle's was something else. Matt Riddle won it because the momentum was was more in going his way. Again, don't really understand how that works. But momentum was going more his way. He won it. And what that then does is change the match because his rivalry action was that I was going to try to walk out of the um, of my match with my <laughs> opponent and Matt Riddle was going to throw me back in the ring. Right. So where it was meant to be Montez Ford versus Matt Riddle, it became Matt Riddle versus, I think it was like Otis or something. It was something like that, or Chad Gable. Um, and yeah, Montez, like, again, bear in mind, I'm a face. And now it's trying to turn me heel. Hmm. And I was like, I don't really feel like... If anything, I felt like I was in less control ah, of it. And, and just in that regard, I just think it's a bit wonky. So I'm hoping that there there's some sort of... I don't know what the change would even be, in all honesty. But, you know, it would be nice to sort of see um, something closer to what they kind of said, if that makes sense. Well, there's an update today, so we'll see. We'll see. That's probably more for the patches, though. Because mm. um, aside from that, I had it. I, it crashed on me a couple of times. Two K. I had it go. Um, I had it go black screen on me early today, but that's the only time it's done anything. And overall, though, I, I do want to, you know, make it really clear. I am enjoying Universe Mode still. I, I've always liked Universe Mode, but I just, you know, as a whole, I just think that with the new mechanic isn't quite there. Is all. But um, I'm sure they will get there with it. We do need to talk about creations, creation suite. That's my bag. Um, I've only looked at bits. It was like day one, so I haven't seen a lot of like. Obviously, like the most um, downloaded was like CM Punk and Scarlet. Mm. Oh, so no, I haven't looked much at cre- uh, community creations. So oh, okay. I mean, more like if you're going to be creating yourself. Hell no. Um, but literally, it, it's. I thought last year's was like the best it had gotten to. And again, when we talk about those small little tweaks that they've made, this year uh, is phenomenal. So especially because I, I use a lot of the face scan stuff, as, as obviously you know. Yeah. Uh, keep an eye out on social media, by the way, because I'll be putting up some cause of us <laughs> soon. Okay, I'm going to get a mugshot from you tonight so I can remake you. Um, but yeah, I, everything works really well, I think, with Creation Suite. I'm really enjoying it. Certain still, some restrictions, like you're still restricted somewhat to what sort of body type you can give people. It's not like some of the older games where you could really kind of go wild with it, you know, give people like the Popeye arms and little legs and a big head and stuff like that. It is, well, you, you can, I mean, you, you, you change the head and everything separate to the body, but you can't, they're all preset bodies, basically. Right. Do, you know, do you know what? I miss the old days when you had to look up how to create people instead of people creating them and now you download them. Uh, I don't I, know. It's nice to be able to download the occasional sort of. I remember. I think it might be SmackDown 06 or maybe 07. Going online and finding out how to create Scott Steiner. Wow, that is going back. 
Yeah. That is going back some that. And it was near perfect as well. Is that coming... In your professional opinion, it was near perfect? Yeah. Because the, the way I followed the instructions that were labelled on the internet... I tell you what, that I'm impressed that you followed instruction. I know, same here. <laughs> the only thing that was missing was, I think, the tattoos were not right, but apart from that, everything else was perfect. You won't need to make him this year because he'll be in one of the DLC packs. Yeah, but it's not Scott Steiner from, like, Pig Popper Pump. It's going to be Scott Steiner from Stun Brothers. Yeah, that's my favourite Scott Steiner. There's that, there's, um, don't shake no. your head. Uh, Promo-wise, all right, yes, Big Papa Pump Steiner is the man. Yeah, have you ever seen a Scott Steiner? But like, wrestling-wise, man, come on. Nobody touches the Steiners in their prime. No, no I'll give you that. Nobody. But have you ever heard a Steiner promo from, like, early 90s? They're really bad. <laughs> well, they're really bad afterwards, but mm. it's just that they're so bad they're Fuck good. Fuck off. Oh, look, man, come on. I'm saying they're good. I'm just saying that they're all so bad. They're all created equal. Well, yeah, okay. Anyway, it, it's, he's a, it, he's going to forever go down in history as one of the greatest promos of all time because of the maths one. Yes. All right, he's already like, made his mark. Like we man. said last time, that should be in the Hall of Fame. For, just for myself. <laughs> Even though it's not WWE, it should be in a, it should be in the Hall of Fame. Oh, man, it should be. Um, But yeah, Creation Suite is great. You, and you, you still create an arena titles and um, they've brought back a little bit more of an advanced creation thing for the entrances this year as well that was missing from last year yeah. um, I mean apart from AEW arenas I can't think of many at the minute until, uh, Mania, until Mania. Always, so GCW gets made um, Ring you know, of Progress Honor. New Japan Ring of Honor um, all your AEW ones end up going on there you get a lot of uh, uh, WCW ones, obviously people recreating WCW and and some I mean, there, will be, there will be classic ones like um, yeah, and people make old school Raw and old like it's the you know the Raw set from two, it's really underrated, but the Raw set from sort of like two thousand one, like Invasion era. That Raw, yeah, I remember. It. Yeah, that one goes on a lot. It's a shame because that one's never usually in the games. I think it's quite an underrated yeah. arena that one, but uh, the the fist. The fist in, fist in's back this year, yeah, which is nice. Just but... in the game, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I I got to say, early impressions on this one, it's it ranks very high. No, this no, game. no I think that was just about fisting. <laughs> why isn't you had scissor me? Yeah, catchphrase. Why isn't fist me? I think I know FCR had the no flips, no just fists, but. That's different. That's different, but... <laughs> That's, okay, so what you're saying is, is that you want somebody to have a... Yeah, like, fist me. Fist me. <laughs> I'm sure so. There's probably on the Indies, probably. I imagine. I'm not, I'm not heard of anyone's, but... Yeah. If yeah. anyone out there knows of any indie wrestling where people get fisted, do let us know. Um, in closing, we'll probably wrap this one up soon, but... In closing, it's only right we have our day in the sun. Hall of Fame, we nailed it. Yeah. Let's go. What, what did we get right? So you said about referees going in. It's actually happening well, this year. Referee, we don't know who it's going to be yet, but it's. I'm, I think it's Earl Hebner. It's got to be Earl Hebner. It's someone who Triple H like working with, and it's either Hebner or it's going to be Keola. Yeah, it's, but Earl Hebner was the one. Earl Hebner used to like push him over and knock him about. Yeah. 
It's got to be Earl, isn't it? Uh, to be honest, could I you can't... imagine who, if it's Triple H or Short? Let's just one by because it puts him in. <laughs> I think <laughs> that's so mean. No, you can't do Hi, that. Hi, Brett. <laughs> you can't do that. I don't know. I think that's great though. I, I think it might not be Earl Hebner. Like we've got to make that clear that we we could be. But to be honest, we actually we're that good at predicting the Hall of Fame now. Then we know it's Hebner. Yeah. Uh, no, it might not be. But Breaking news. <laughs> if it's Earl Hebner, it makes total sense, right? He's probably about as much of a the most senior referee um, that's unfortunately still with us. What do you mean unfortunately still with us? Oh, sorry, no, I didn't mean it like that. But as in like other referees, you know, unfortunately that aren't with us anymore. True. But Earl Hebner is, you know, arguably the most uh, famous referee that is still still with us. I do think he probably is the most famous referee though. You, how many errors was Earl Hebner a part of? Because the whole he, stuff, obviously, like the big thing with Hebner was really the the referee. <laughs> you know, the whole storyline with between Hogan, Andre, Ted DiBiase. Yeah. They paid the referee to get plastic surgery. <laughs> but he did do. I want to say he was in. Because that wasn't that was Earl, was it? So the, it, Earl, Dave, Earl, Dave, Earl was the actual referee, and Dave was the one that was got plastic think, surgery. No, Dave was the original referee. Dave. So Dave was the original referee. Yeah, Earl Hebner was. Uh, I'm sure Earl Hebner was in like, NWA, like Starcade, like. Oh, way, okay. Way before that, they do look identical. I mean, they are. Were they twins or were they just brothers? I want to say they're twins. I mean, they look like twins. I'm. I'm going to say they're twins. But yeah, Earl Hebner is is arguably. The the WWF referee, and he's gone through so many different eras. So I imagine it probably would be him. Um, yeah, Ray going in. I said I thought that'd probably be next year, but they're going to do it this year. And like you said, you want to see someone get attacked <laughs> during their Hall of Fame. It speech. sounds like it's going to happen because it's in the ring now. It the Hall of Fame. You imagine the heat it's going to get. Yeah, Dominic already gets so much heat. Yes. If he attacks his sister or any other member of his, any non-wrestling member of his family on SmackDown, which is something's going to happen, whether he's doing it or Rhea's I, doing it. I know they're going to reference that Rhea and Aaliyah. Yeah. With, they're going yeah. to, it's kind of like, like how they referenced um, Andrade with Charlotte. Yeah. I've got a real Latino man at home. Yeah, because that's all he is, <laughs> being at home. Oh, wait, the, the, real, <laughs> the real Latino man at home, it's like a wish. It's like, yeah, Andrade is wish Dominic, mate, because Dominic's the fucking man. He is. He is. We love condoms here. But, uh, yeah, I think... <laughs> well, I think we're the only ones that call him that. I don't think anyone No, else... everybody calls him condom. That's literally the gimmick. Can you imagine that at, at that mania? Condom. <laughs> condom. Well, no, because he gets genuine heat, and I love it. And yeah. I love the fact that we was there to see that happen. He's a Guerrero, that's why. He's a... Oh, man. It's so good that everything about the whole story is so good and I can't wait for it. But yeah, I think you might be right. I think we'd, if Dominic does it, and again, I don't want to see it happen all the time because it's got to be about their moment. Like, it's about celebrating that individual's accomplishment, what uh, accomplishments. What I think was, But because it's his son. Yeah. What should happen in my mind is the speech gets done because Ray's going to be the last person. Gets done. He, he, he well, he's got to be main. He's got to be main one. He's got to be main. If he's not, then because because Andy Kaufman's going in, which is crazy. Wait, is he not already gone in? No, Andy Kaufman's going in this year. Is he going to be the celebrity? Yeah. I tell you, I to be fair, that does I, that makes sense. But the thing is, it's got to be. It has to be Joey Lawler doing the speech. 
Yeah, but obviously... But Joe Lawler's just come off a stroke. And I don't know if any Kaufman family is still around. The only person that could do it is Danny DeVito. Oh, love Danny DeVito there. We can't see you. <laughs> Put Danny DeVito in the Hall of Fame. I don't care if he's... Not. He did that episode on Always Sunny, where he was uh, he wore a little singlet and yeah. did a wrestling match. Who else is in that? Bugger it. Put him in the Hall of Fame. It's Danny DeVito. Because Stacey Kidd was not being announced, but she's the rumoured one to be the woman. We said Stacey. She was like the first one we said. But yeah. I, I still think Lillian's got to go in sooner rather than later. Yeah, she should do. Sooner rather than later. But yeah, we, we, did, we nailed loads of those. Yeah, we did. But not as much as I'm going to nail you. Oi, oi. Fist, fist me. <laughs> I'm going to fist you so damn good next week. So your predictions. Ash is currently winning the predictions battle, but I am hoping to turn that around. All right, should we cut a little promo on each other, ready for predictions? Yeah. Go on then. Do you want to go first or me? You go first. It's very British off me, wasn't it? So. <laughs> Would you like to go first? After you. After you, you go first. No, after you. Go first, you bitch. Well, what I'm going to say to Ash is, it's not even so much a promo. I'm just going to just tell you how it is. You won last year and you won the year before. And I know that means a lot to you. But the thing is, I think you're a little shit. And I don't care what makes you happy in life. I want to take all that happiness from you. And the way I'm going to do that is I'm going to beat you at predictions. I'm going to smash you. I'm going to fist you. <laughs> I'm going to slap your ass so damn good. I'm going to have you over my knee during Mania. And you're going to watch as all of my predictions come true. And I'm going to take that trophy by the end of the year. And I'm going to slap your bald head. Right. Okay. Now, <laughs> <laughs> can you dig that? Sucker. By the way, um, the f- is this your promo? No, I'm going back to Hall of Fame. <laughs> okay. Here's Joe Lawler doing the inducting. Well, okay. So you must be you must be filling up to it. Mm. And you've got Mooter. Oh, yes. With Ric Flair putting him in because obviously Sting can do it. Said Mooter too. Yeah, but I think... I don't know if you said that last week, uh, on, on the last but episode. But I think we said that but... like when it was the Shinsuke thing. Crazy. Come on then, some final fighting talk. Uh, let's see um, you're going to lose like you always lose I don't always lose I won the first I had a clean sweep at Rumble I choose to ignore that <laughs> sorry I interrupted your promo do, do go ahead no I'm done oh, okay can't well, be, everybody, can't be asked I'm, too, thanks for everybody. I'm old I'm tired I'm playing with kids <laughs> what Have you seen the meme of him as well? That one where it's like when you when you when you start your first job, like the first week of your new job, and it's like there's a lot of talent in the back that I wish I had myself surrounded by ten years ago, <laughs> and it's like and so like, I can bury them. Then, 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 a, then a year into your new job, and it's like I'm old and tired, and I work with fucking children. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> that scene changed. But apparently, Punk wants to come back. So apparently, he wants to come back, and I don't give a fuck. Well, you know, it, but there are enough people that do that that will definitely help AEW. If they, if they can make it work, man, fucking do it because... Because it's a work. Because it's all a work. <laughs> the elite, the, the elite, the elite, the, the... I'm done with it. All right, then. But we had done our one song for the day. Uh, I sang something else earlier. 
I don't know, I can't remember what it was. Anyway, we're going to say goodbye, because that's, <laughs> that's probably that for today. Yeah. As I say, we're probably going to try to come back next week for uh, some Final Mania talk. Obviously, we'll have predictions on YouTube and some other bits and bobs. Ash is going to be dropping a Starcade 96 review very soon. Yes. Halfway through the show. Halfway through. Good show. It's a good show so far. And, uh, hopefully, it gets the same way through. Yeah, well, you have to find, find watch your review to find out, won't we? Yeah, whatever that is. <laughs> Coming soon to a YouTube near you. Everybody, we hope you've enjoyed the show. And if you have, do remember to follow, if you are not already, on whatever platform it is that you listen to us on. Uh, on Spotify and Apple, you can leave five-star reviews. You can also actually leave like a... I didn't even realise this, but you can leave actual comment reviews at Spotify now. Really? Like like you can on... Yeah, so on Apple, you leave your five-star review, and you can also write on there as well, leave a comment. And uh, you can do it on Spotify also now as well as leaving the stars. So five stars, five Daves, if you can. And, uh, I don't know, maybe a, a short comment about how um, much you love Dominic Mysterio. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever you want to do. Yeah, we're not all about the love of the women. We love the men as well. Well, yeah, exactly, yeah. Especially Dom. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Or just tell us some, you know, give us your best jokes. Do what you want. Yeah, like I used to do. <laughs> oh yeah we'll have to bring that back no we're not <laughs> <laughs> we might do what for like one episode and go oh, there's a reason we didn't do this anymore because <laughs> <laughs> we ran out of jokes we ran out of jokes in the first week I think we did <laughs> everybody thank you very much for tuning in and listening to the show we will catch you again next week hopefully we will or next month we will or next month no, actually we'll, 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 we'll be, be yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh snap fist me Oh, I wish that was on camera. Wherever you are in the world, everybody, yeah, stay probably, safe. Probably, you could probably hear that. <laughs> yeah. Look after each other. Uh, we will catch you again very soon. Bye, dickheads. That's, you can't say... That's a Rhea Ripley line. You can't... But you're not Rhea Ripley. Who says there that? There is nobody Who in your... Is? No one in your Instagram comments asking you to respectfully step on them. That I know of. <laughs> you know of, yeah. It's going to be one of those fake accounts, isn't it? Like, where they, oh, so-and-so is following you, and you go on, it's like, oh, DM me for hot pics. It's like, no, I'd rather not. No. Unless you're Rhea Ripley. Yeah. Bobby! <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>